and welcome to the RMTV Women's Podcast. This is episode 72 and I am joined by Chris Coughlin today in the absence of Amy. Um, Amy was actually free to film the podcast this week but she's gone home. So I thought I'll get Chris in, get back in the studio with like a nice little setup. And Because um, I know a few people, someone commented on like one of our Skypes and was like, oh, have you been kicked out of the office? And I was like, no, <laughs> it's fine, we're still here. Um, we've got loads to discuss um, on today's podcast uh, it's quite a full agenda so I'm hoping it's not going to be too long for you so, um, we'll, we'll try our best to get through it in a reasonable amount of time um, no game no Liverpool game to digest obviously because it got called off against no, United frustratingly uh, so I was I had a family party Saturday night <laughs> and I was like I mean I still had like a, a good time I didn't go to bed till like 3 o'clock but obviously got up at like 9 to go to Prenton and I had like a few messages and like a few like things of like oh, I don't know if the game's going to be on because it's been raining all night and whatever and I was like oh it'll still it'll be, it'll be fine we played against Chelsea in, in that on that pitch we should yeah, be fine it, 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 it's kind of this is all kind of the repercussions yeah. of that game actually because yeah. um, obviously Emma Hayes made comments about it but then Mickey Mellon um, Shami Rovers manager said that kind of with that game being on he said all fairness to them for getting the game mm. on but it's kind of ruined it yeah. for, for everyone now. It's kind of ruined it for the, for the well. rest of the season, basically, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, because Tranmere as well, um, they've got a game on Saturday against Ipswich, yeah. then they've got an FA Cup replay against mm-hmm. Watford next Thursday because yeah. their game uh, yesterday got had cool. to be yeah. uh, had to be postponed, um, which obviously then will affect Liverpool again in terms of the quality of the yeah. pitch and when, when this game will get um, rescheduled for. Yeah. And you could say probably... One of the biggest frustrations as well. It only got called off about two hours before kickoff. Literally, as well. I think, I think, I think I knew about half ten, but I don't think it went out on Twitter and stuff like that until about eleven. No, well, it was rather late because I, yeah. I found out. Um, I say I found out before ten o'clock. Yeah, because um, you messaged me as well, didn't you? And yeah. then oh, it was just the frustration of that because then the girls yeah. would have been preparing for it, yeah. and then all of a sudden, no, well, the girls probably would have been there. Yeah. Yeah. More than likely, unless it was a case of the like the club and knew as and were like, oh, don't set off yet. Yeah. Heavy but, like, rainfall as well. Most of them tra- travel to the game in their own mm. cars because they only live in town, so it's just it's quick 20, 25 minutes through the tunnel. Frustration for me as well, um, if I'm looking at it from from a Liverpool perspective, mm. is that Manchester United have just come off a loss against Bristol City. Yeah. How fragile is yeah. their confidence? A chance to really kind of press home any sort of negativity Man United might be feeling and obviously get another get a big three points yeah. to try and chase down Bristol City yeah. and that's just taken away from you all of a sudden yeah because if you get the three points there obviously Bristol won their game at the weekend you're going into this mm. match both level on points yeah we're now going into this game three points behind with needing to win because if Bristol win and go six points clear of us that's tough to, that's tough for them for us to to like go into our next couple of matches. I don't think it'd be an understatement to say a defeat would be catastrophic. Mm. I really don't. Um, but the games are running out yeah. and Liverpool, it, it's still a case of getting that first win on the board. Yeah. They have been so close. They have been so close on so many occasions, yeah. but nevertheless, they haven't got that they haven't got that win to really kickstart their survival bid. Yeah. Um, and Bristol City, you can't say they were overly impressive against Manchester United because, uh, let's be honest, they got battered. Yeah. They got 
absolutely battered him. I think United was, got the post a couple of times as well. It was the proverbial yeah. smash and grab. I think yeah. Manchester United had something like 26 efforts, 72% yeah. possession. Yeah. The goal was Bristol's only was, shot on it target. It was like, it was Barcelona Celta yeah. when they beat <laughs> yeah. them 2-1. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, and you know, that's just the kind of fortune that Liverpool haven't had yeah. this season. That, that moment where the ball breaks your way, ball goes in and... Obviously, it doesn't go in the other end. Mm. It was a good performance against Chelsea before yeah. before the new year. And that was arguably the most or the closest Liverpool have come to that kind of result. It probably came at so the wrong the time, though. I th I thought the Chelsea match and the way we performed came at the wrong time because you're then going in where you you yeah like a four or five week period where there yeah. was no matches. Yeah. And that's just the way the season is. That game was like the. It was dead early on in December, wasn't it? Mate? Was yeah. it like the eleventh or something? Well, the before well. It's a game then, after that kind of performance, you want three or four you games You want another in a row. match, don't you? At you least, want at least one or two more afterwards where you can... Say you, say you played Brighton after that match, after the Chelsea game, yeah. it wasn't in the new year. We probably could have beat Brighton. I, have to, like, I, I get that. I totally get that. Um, what I will say, though, is that I don't think they can use that as an excuse no. not beating Brighton because the chances were there. The chances were absolutely yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Babajide... I think it, it's right to say she was perhaps unlucky to score, but maybe a hat-trick, hat to be honest yeah. with you, because she had three huge chances, yeah. huge yeah. chances to, to get something out of the game for Liverpool. And, you know, Brighton, two of their strikers are out with ACL injuries. Yeah. They are down to the bare bones in terms of attacking. They can still get a 1-0 win, and that's yeah. the difference with Liverpool. Their defence this season is good. You, yeah. you, can't, you can't complain about the goals they're conceding, but... It's the goal scoring column. Mm. It's only three goals so far. It's an issue. It, it, it is. It is a poor return. Like I think all season we only scored like I think off the top of my head, I can remember maybe like nine. Well, in the league, well, we scored the, the, six against Blackburn. Yeah, the, in the, the league. Sorry, yeah, sorry. You know, in, in the league. Sorry, in the league, it's only like three. I think altogether, if you take into account, it's more than nine actually. About yeah. fourteen. Yeah, because when when you put into the Continental Cup. Uh, yeah, it, it is more than that, yeah. but you're playing second division outfits with that, and yeah. obviously Liverpool still didn't manage to get through yeah. that group. Yeah. Um, so there is a, there is a lot of pressure on this, yeah. a lot of pressure. And so I do wonder what Vicky's approach to the game will be because I think I think Bristol City would be more than happy with a draw. I don't think a draw would be the worst thing in the world for Liverpool, but it no. would still leave a lot to do, a yeah. lot to do. Um, and just what what do you think Vicky's approach to that game will be? <sighs> I think I think she's got to go all guns blazing, to be honest with you. I think a defeat in the next two months. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
structures is, I think, re- really bad for us. Yeah. I think that's our season done, to be honest. Um, because I don't see, I don't see if Bristol beat us six points clear. If they didn't go on to win their next couple of matches and we lose it one more, one or two more, you, they're miles ahead of us then. Mm-hmm. And they really your only opponent at the moment. Yeah. And if you can't even, and men, I think mentally that'd just be a huge yeah. ask because the players know that they're playing well. They know that they're creating the opportunities, mm-hmm. but when they aren't getting the results to reflect to reflect these performances, all of a sudden then. It does affect you mentally, yeah. and then you start wondering where this win's going to come yeah. from. Then, before you know it, you, you're gone. Yeah, it's got to be so frustrating for the players, though, because if you look, it's only oh, most of our games have been one nil defeats. Yeah. It's always been by one goal. You know, good, good performance against City, good performance yeah. against Arsenal. Yeah. When you look at Bristol City, they've been absolutely thrashed by these sides. Yeah, that le- like eleven one at Bristol, eleven one against Arsenal, yeah. and the week before we played them, and just and they just about got through with a one nil win. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And you're thinking to yourself, what what is going on? Like that that's it. Like this team is so much better than what we're playing. We've just been in most matches. We've been so unfortunate and so unlucky. Yeah. And I I think Casey Stoney was speaking before the um, before the the postponed game mm. as well. And it's an interesting comment with her when she said Liverpool are well the WSL needs Liverpool to stay up. Now yeah. I I think for the women's game Liverpool. Obviously, with the success of the men's team over the last few years, it, it's a huge name yeah. in any well, walk of football. Yeah. So I do think Liverpool staying up would be a huge thing for the WSL. Yeah. And I completely understand where Casey Stoney's coming from. Yeah. It's just whether Liverpool themselves have the ability to stay up. Yeah, and that's it. And like, at the end of the day, we're like fans of Liverpool, a club, both men and women. And yeah. obviously, we're we're sitting here like talking about it from a, like a media perspective as well. But like, they. Like, I just want us to stay up. I I just want us to win a few matches, you know, get some goals. Like 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 Sweet McKerr, I feel so sorry for her because she's just she just can't she's just not catching a break. She gets a goal against Blackburn, and you think, oh, this is it. This is where this is the moment for the next couple of matches. Now she's going to kick on, and she just and she just hasn't. And there's no. You wonder what happens with players kind of out, out of season to be honest yeah. with you because last season obviously on fire top goal scorer this season as you say can't buy a goal for yeah. full, full of no money and yeah. you wonder what kind of goes on behind the scenes yeah. with the training the intensity yeah. um, Sweetman Kirk herself you know, how how much belief or yeah. maybe even on the other side how much pro- lack of confidence it's, yeah you know? it's got to have affected there because any striker would if that's your your job is to any, score goals any striker in the world if you're yeah. not scoring goals you can't be feeling good about yourself yeah exactly so that that is something Liverpool need to turn around and it's not as if we're only a few games into the season now, mm. we are really approaching the business end at quite a, a fast pace. Yeah. You're so, getting to the end of January now yeah. and you're thinking, oh gosh. You're getting to the end of January and you're thinking, you know, there's only so many times we can say the performances are there now because you've got to, it, it's a result of business now. Mm. It really yeah, is. It really is. Um, I'll quickly run through the scores. From the other matches of the weekend, then um, Man City ev- beat Everton three one, Brighton nil, Arsenal four, Chelsea six, Bristol City one, Tottenham beat West Ham in the last yeah. dire moments of the game two uh, one, Redden one nil, Birmingham. Um, you're pro- probably looking at all those results. You wouldn't. You're not surprised by anyone's. Any of them no, really? uh, I am glad that we're seeing a title race. I'm glad that we're yeah. seeing a proper title race, to yeah. be honest with you, because um, 
Arsenal, well, a three-way title race as well. Um, Arsenal, sorry, Arsenal, yeah. Manchester City, Chelsea. Chelsea. Just battling it out, scoring plenty of goals, showing their quality. Mm. Um, and I think that's great news for the for the Women's Super League. Arsenal's game against Chelsea at the weekend. Yeah, that would be a good one. Uh, ruled out, sorry, not, not, not ruled out, sold out, sorry, yeah. as well. Um, and again, just showing, again, how much interest is being taken. Yeah. If Arsenal if Arsenal win that, you could argue Chelsea are perhaps a, a little bit too far off because then that, that, yeah. that would be a gap and then it'd be up maybe Manchester City to keep up with Arsenal yeah I, uh, so I had the pleasure of seeing Arsenal um, just before the international break when, uh, yeah. when they played Everton yeah <sighs> obviously I've seen them on TV and yeah. stuff but it, it was the first time I've actually seen um, this current Arsenal yeah. side really up, up close and personal yeah. and different class yeah different class they really are um, the control they have yeah. the intensity they have the arrogance that they have to be honest with you it, it was yeah. good it yeah. was very good and speaking to Miedemar after the game as well and the kind of humble nature about them that yeah. they know they're very good yeah and I said I even said to Miedemar um because it, from my own personal opinion I believe that she should have won the Ballon d'Or mm. um and she was just humble she said look Rapino won it fair play to Rapino." um but she just focusing on herself, despite yeah. how fantastic a year twenty nineteen was for really? her. And that's what I get the feeling of with amongst the whole Arsenal group in that they are they just know within themselves. They know if they're in a spot of bother, they know they've got that extra gear, mm. really. Yeah. Um, so that's why, and I'm glad there's a tight race, as I say. But despite that, that's why I think Arsenal will have the edge in the end. Yeah, yeah, I I think so too. I think I said in my predictions at the start of the season as I, th I think Arsenal do just from looking at their squad and I, I, we said we were hoping Chelsea were, were going to be back up there because obviously last season they didn't really do what everyone expected yeah, they, they, them to they were, they were gone after five games yeah. last season and obviously Sam Kerr coming in you know just the attractiveness that the WSL now yeah. has for the likes of a player of her calibre to come in and want to play in this league obviously there's a big gap between also at the top and us at the bottom. There's a huge gap. But, like, you know, that's like in any league. Yeah. The, the best teams are always going to run away with it. It's, it's, it always happens like that. At the end of the day, you expect teams with better players to... <laughs> to do it, <laughs> to yeah. Obviously, yeah, 100%. Um, compete for titles, compete at the top of the table. And it, it, it's, it's a funny one um, with Nick Cushing as well yeah leaving to join uh, New York City now first of all if I got offered going to New York City you're not going <laughs> to say no are you York, you're definitely not going to say I no I find it pretty tough to say no yeah um, but as well uh, Rich Laverty um, was saying on um, on uh, Twitter as well that he feels that uh, Nick Cushing Manchester City they're just not getting the perhaps the investment they're, they're not. Like, I look at Man City from when when they won it the league, last time they won the league a couple of seasons ago. Obviously, they've, they won the cup and stuff like that since. But, like, I don't see them being the team that they were. And, like, they are phenomenal. They are yeah. a gr brilliant team, great squads, great group of players. Like, but I just look at them sometimes. Like, when we played them, I was like, we can, we're going to win here. We can win this. We can win this. I, I, look, at, I look at the way kind of transfers have happened now and even I wonder if Sam Kerr mm. coming to Chelsea kind of had a bit of something to play in this if you get me because say for example Paris and Bronze 
you know, players of that ilk leave, leave Leon, but then Leon. Chelsea are still able to attract a player like Sam Kerr. So, yeah. on the one hand, you've got City who are trying to push for the title, but their players are being tempted away, albeit you know, bringing in players like Pauline Bremer, yeah, yeah. German international, fantastic goal scorer. But they're not able to kind of keep the calibre of Paris and Bronze, whereas Chelsea can bring in the calibre of Kerr. Yeah, that's, that's a good point, actually, because they, they would have looked at that City and both managing and players and backroom staff and whatever and gone, wow, like... Why, oh, why does she? Why Absolutely. does Kerr want to go to Chelsea, who obviously didn't win the league last season? Same for City, but Chelsea didn't really win win in it and did, no. didn't win any trophies, did they? Why does she want to go to them and not come to us, yeah. who are arguably a better team at at Chelsea at the time? Yeah. When you look at the like the facilities, I think I've said it before, but um, the, the way the, the way Manchester City on. train as a club, so. Yeah. Youth team, women's team, yeah. men's team. Um, the way they train as a whole at the Etihad campus yeah. is just second to none. It, it is staggering. Yeah. As, as we say, what about Chelsea has tempted care there? Mm. I know, I'm not saying City were in for it, but why is Chelsea a better prospect than Manchester exactly. City? And yeah. You wonder, because Nick, he said that the timing would never be right mm. to leave, but you just wonder... Have things have things like that, like those kind of transfers, played into this in terms of the long term. I think I think from when City were like the dominant force of women's like English women's football, they haven't really gone up since they've stayed. They've stayed we where the they Champions are. League performances as well. Yeah, like they have, they've stayed where they are. They start at the, start at the top. Yeah. Still one of the best teams in England. Like we're not saying <laughs> we're not saying they're rubbish. Yeah. Like yeah. they yeah. are amazing. But they haven't gone to that next level yet. No. And maybe we're, we're thinking, oh, Nick Cushion, like that's a bit of a mad one for City. But maybe City as a team needed a, a fresh new manager. Yeah. Because no, he's, he's been there for a couple of he's, years now. He's taken them so far. Yeah. You know, winning leagues, FA Cup. He's won everything apart from the Champions League. Yeah. And you can't complain. If you're a City fan, you can't complain. No. With the, with the service that he's given. And as I said, you know, if you get offered the chance to go to, to New York City, um, MLS, to grow, that, that's a growing league no in the way. men's game. You're not going to say no to <laughs> no. New York City, are exactly. you? So um, you can't blame him whatsoever. And it, it, it'll be a miss for the league, but yeah. you wish him all the best. And City, certainly, they'll be looking to, to continue the good work that yeah. he's laid the foundations of. 100%. Be interesting to see who they get, though, as manager. It will, because they'll have an awesome squad to... Yeah. Uh, to take on, um, they'll have an awesome squad to kind of carry on the good work, yeah. um, and the pressure that'll come with it as well. Mm, because it, yeah. next season, look, uh, next season, an early exit from the Champions League. Mm. How how much longer can that be tolerated? Yeah, yeah. It's very so true. that that's the challenge. Obviously, competing for the WSL yeah. that is a challenge in itself. And yeah. given how competitive the league is, you could say how competitive the league is can kind of hamper English teams in Europe. Mm. But. Um, you got to try and balance the Super League with the Champions League, and that for anyone is a tough task. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Well, we'll move on to news then. News, 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 news. Lucy Bronze won BT England Player of the Year 2019 alongside Jordan Henderson. Well, yeah. in well in Jordan, you. Um, just adds to her tally of things that she has just. She's gone from strength so to strength, isn't I've, she? I've listed everything she won in 2019. I'm going to read it out. It's quite a long list. So she won the Champions League. She won the French League. She won the 
two French like yeah. cups, like equivalent to like our Continental FA Cup. She believes that England was in the FIFA World Eleven, won the World Cup silver ball, um, was in the Globe Soccer Awards best best player of the year, UEFA Women's Player of the Year, fourth place in the World Cup, second in the Ballon d'Or, third in the best FIFA Women's Player. Like, and then she just, here it is, England's best player as well, just to like yeah. top it all off. Nah, thoroughly deserved. Um, you know, we go back to Phil Neville saying that he believes that she's the best player yeah. in the world, and I think there's a lot of people that wouldn't necessarily debate that. I no. think she's a player who is by no means dumb no. at all. She can go from strength to strength still. She'll want to win more with Leon. She'll want to just carry on, and she will see winning England as a holy great, or winning something with England. Yeah. As a holy grail. You could, you could um, see how, how upset she was when, yeah. when, we, when yeah. we got beat by USA. I, I'd imagine that the whole of the England squad, to say that there is you know, the Euros in England mm. in a yeah. couple of years' time, that for them, if ever there was a tournament that they would win. Say, I, I, genuinely, I genuinely believe this, that if England had won the World Cup in France mm. and then they'd won the World Cup, or say they won the Euros... In England mm. in 2021, I genuinely believe the Euros would be would have been held in higher esteem from them because yeah. how often can you have a, a tournament Euros. in your home country? Yeah. So and whilst think, you know, the World Cup is the pinnacle, but I just yeah. think a tournament in England, yeah. just, you, you honestly can't beat it. Yeah, and I think if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Once you get past the Euros, she, Lucy Bronze probably has got, has got another World Cup in her. 
Yeah, I, I would I'd say I'd she's more she's, enough for that. Yeah, she's definitely in the next World Cup squad, but I don't see it. I think that's... I don't see her going to another one. No, I reckon that she probably will start to move on. Yeah. Uh, there's a few players, I think, could, that could start to be phased out, and then you've got to yeah. wonder about the next breed. Yeah. Um, just, just to... Just go back to Man United, actually, because I know where the game was being called off. I was quite looking forward to seeing Lauren James in action, to be honest yeah. with you, because um, I spoke to uh, Willie Kirk, Everton Everton manager, who uh, worked with Lauren while he was mm-hmm. at Man United briefly, um, and he said that he this is you know, he genuinely believes that she can go on to be one of the greats, really, because she uh, Reese James's sister as well. Yeah. Her dad, well, her dad trained them both from a young age mm-hmm. to. You know, Basically, for the moment they can yeah. walk to kick a ball, yeah. um, and you can see it paying off because I honestly don't think I've seen a player of her age that talented. Mm. I don't. Well. I, I I think she can go, if she applies her uh, attitude right and she goes from strength to strength. Yeah, we could be sitting here in a, in a few years' time saying she is one of the greats of yeah. of women's football, and yeah. even at such a young age still. Um, obviously, Reese isn't a bad player. Either, no, but, he's uh, alright, though, Sammy. Um, I, I think that she will certainly have, even when still being a teenager, I reckon she'll be eyeing up a, a spot for the Euros, and well, yeah. certainly for the World Cup in a, well, in a few that, years' time. That's it, because obviously we've got Olympics next year, and I think that squad's probably pretty much done and dusted for what he, who, who he wants to take. But then after the, Olymp- after the Olympics, whenever the next England camp is after that, he's got to be looking at bringing fresh faces in. Well, the likes of Chloe Kelly and, uh, yeah. and Lauren James, j- just for those two, yeah. they are England stars of the future. Yeah. Happy birthday, Chloe, by the way. I think Is this a birthday today? Yeah. Um, well, is she no, like she, she's, 18 she's, or something? <laughs> no, she, she's a great player. Great yeah. player. Um, first year for Chloe, really fresh from injury mm. as well, um, which is just taking from strength to strength. She's had a few knocks recently, but I think she'll be fit uh, for, for the weekend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just think in terms of England going forward and bronze will be a huge part to play in that. Yeah. Um, there is a good conveyor belt and the future is bright. Yeah, yeah. in terms of obviously bronze then, do you see, how how much longer do you think she stays in France at Lyon? Because how much longer she want to win things? <laughs> well, exactly. But it must get to a point as a player where you've got to look at it and you've got to think... She's won everything in France. She's won everything yeah. with them. Yeah. She's obviously won the Champions League twice. On on course to win a third one this year. They're obviously still in the tournament, probably the favourites to yeah. do so. But what point do you get? You think I want to go somewhere else and see if I can win that? Because she's obviously she's conquered England. She's won. The, yeah. She's won all the trophies in England as well. So I I don't I'd sort of be contradicting myself for her to be like, oh, she might come back here. But where else? Next stop, USA. That that would be, Euro, the, be yeah. the obvious one, wouldn't it? USA. Um, I think the Spanish leagues on the rise in the next couple of years. I think that's obviously getting more and more attention. Well, that, with Atletico Madrid and Barcelona yeah. doing so well in recent years yeah. in the Champions League as obviously, well. Obviously, like Real Madrid, they've just got their team yeah. up and running in the next like two or three years. You don't know yeah. where they're going to be. Yeah, so, they'll, they'll they'll want to be some sort of Galacticos power yeah. as yeah. Real Madrid are. Um, you would, I, I think if she is to move on, I do think it would be USA because I don't really see... Is it harsh to say I don't see the point of her coming back to England? I, 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 well, I don't, to be honest. Like, I, I, don't get what she, I don't get what more she would achieve. Yeah. Um, and if she is looking to achieve stuff, go and conquer America. Exactly. And who would she go to? I mean, you don't know where Liverpool as, as a club is going to be in a few years, but she's been there, done that with us. 
been there, done that with City. Yeah. Would you say you're at Chelsea? Would you say you're at Arsenal? Like, not the no. way that the way the the way then two teams are going and the yeah. players that they've got in the next three or four years, I don't see Lucy Bronze playing for either of them. Yeah, you you always want to bring in quality, and Lucy, of course, would bring in that. Yeah. But if you want to kind of bring keep coming through the the fresh faces yeah. and that those kind of things, yeah. how much space is there yeah. for her? Yeah. With that and look, <laughs> she can go on for a long time. Lucy Bronze, but um, yeah, if, if she is to move on, I would expect America. Okay. Uh, but as I say, you're not going to get bored of winning things. No, you? you know, you know that's very true. I think I think another season or two in France is definitely like, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, not a bad place to live as well, no. really. Yeah, right, <laughs> Playing in front she? of you, know, she'll nice, be fine. Yeah, nice big crowds as well. Yeah. And at the end of the day, enjoying their football. That's yeah. the main thing. I think if if you're a sportsman and you're you know it is a short career. Mm. You've got to play somewhere where you know you're enjoying your football and yeah. she's enjoying it, Leon. Yeah. Well, another announcement that came out was it this morning or like late last night. Is it this one? I can't remember. I honestly can't remember. Is it I'm yesterday? Sure. I think so. It's either yesterday or today. I'm really sorry, <laughs> whenever it was. But um, Enya Luco has retired mm. from sorry, football. Sorry, this morning, yeah. It was this morning, wasn't it? Days just rolled into one. Um, yes. She has announced her retirement from football. So she said she was leaving Juventus like obviously back in the last year and, uh, and she said she was coming back to England and we were all like oh what team is she going to who is she going to because she's been to Chelsea she's probably not going to go back there You're like what what team mm-hmm. has managed to get her to come back and obviously yeah. 32 she's not she's not old she's not young either I was stunned when I when I saw this earlier to be honest yeah. with you just sitting there prepping prepping for uh, prepping for the podcast, and then I get the notification on my mm. phone saying, "And you look who's retired, at age thirty-two." Like, and what? I'm like, like I, I, I'm just confused by it, to be honest with you, because you know we're, we're writing down notes here about potential transfers, and you know I, I wrote down, "Will any Luco return mm. to the WSL?" And then kind of just popped in my head that it's like, I'm not saying Liverpool will be a first choice, but it's one of them that if you don't ask, you don't get, and that, yeah. that's a that's a great belief with me in terms yeah. of transfers that look, you can approach someone and they can just say no. But mm. if you don't approach them, then they've got no chance um, of it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, incredible career, over 100, yeah. 100 England caps. Yeah, 102, I think, I think in total. Yeah, I think five, five FA Cups. Five FA Cups. Um, w, uh, Women's Super League, playing mm. for Juventus. Um, I, am, I am genuinely surprised, to be honest with you. I, I know yeah. she's doing a lot more broadcasting. And it, well, it could, that's, yeah, that's that could the avenue that she's yeah. going to go down, isn't it? Absolutely. And she'll be a very, very good pundit. Uh, I'm just surprised that because I, I, I can't see her body giving up on her. No, not this stage. So I not. I put a. I think she's done something similar to what Alex Scott did. So she was get she started yeah. getting gigs on yeah. like BBC and stuff like that for the for the men's footy, and then she retired from art from playing for Arsenal, and took that up that role full time because it was the right moment for her and she was getting more and more screen time and people were, were enjoying her yeah. on screen and she thought I can either just keep doing it on the one off every now and then when I've got the time when, the, when I'm not playing for Arsenal or whatever or I can take full advantage Yeah. and I think that's what Annie Luco is doing now because obviously she's got the whole thing with BT Sport hasn't she? yes. she's been doing it for a while she's done the Champions League matches as well like. you know, she, she's, she's a good pundit and it should yeah. be whoever she uh, BBC, BT, Sky whoever she uh, She's on, well, she's on all three, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, she'll, she'll be good. Um, 
It'd be interesting to read more about her reasoning for it. Uh, yeah. as, as I say, just if it is one thing, if it is a combination of several things, but fantastic servant to the women's game and someone that's really helped raise the profile yeah, over, the, over the last, last decade or so, certainly. Definitely. Well, we were, we were lucky enough to meet her. We went to the FBAs last year because obviously she presented our category. And I'm st we still haven't got the picture with her. <laughs> okay. we, got like a, we got like a proper nice professional like picture of our, with us with the award and any Alucho next yeah. to us, and we still haven't got it. And I'm just saying, FBA is just slacking. Like, <laughs> where's my picture? Do you know what I mean? Because it's nearly a, it's nearly a year on, <laughs> and my picture, and still haven't got it. I oh, fuming. Couldn't even like could, that would have been a lovely tweet this morning. Tweet. Us with her on that picture. Tweet them. Tweet I have. I, don't you worry, I have um, nothing. Oh. I'm going to eat. Send a strongly worded email. Um, the other big news, obviously, me and Amy, uh, Amy covered this, sorry, on like a short video over the weekend, but Liverpool, Everton, next minute side, obviously, yes. at Goodison. Very much looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, obviously, we all had the, the honour of going to the, yeah. uh, the Derby at Anfield. Yeah. Um, one of the most surreal moments, I think, of... I've, it was I've, mad. I, I believe my life, never mind my yeah. career, to be honest with you. Like, we were all like little um, kids in speech. We were all, we were all <laughs> sitting on the same row. So it was like yeah. us two, Amy, Emma was there, like, Leanne was like a few rows back. And we were all just like, oh my God, like, like proper little kids, just yeah. like smiling the whole time. Fortunate enough as well, um, I got I got to go pitch sides, got to go down yeah. pitch side. Which I know. Was... I'm like, you're <laughs> just sitting there and you're like, just waiting because like, I didn't know what we were doing afterwards. And like, I'd just finished like uploading a few, a few things. And I just see a picture of you on the pitch side, and I was like, eh, what? <laughs> How did that happen? No, just, uh, like, where was I? Going to interview uh, Willie and uh, William yeah. Vicky for the World Feed, which was, again, you talk about most surreal moments in my career, most surreal moments in my life, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, yeah. just, that was fantastic. And I think we all kind of felt, maybe not pressure on Everton, but no. after the Anfield derby, we all kind of felt like it was kind of like a... Be silly you know, not to. You know, know, let, 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 let's get to Goodison. Yeah. Um, and also, Everton are, it, it's public now, Everton are expecting to move to Walton Hall Park yeah. in February. So I'm kind of expecting this to be the game of Goodison. And then just, just, yeah, just to kind of get Walton Hall Park ready mm. and then moving, uh, moving there. Yeah. Which I think will be a big move for Everton yeah. because, well, Southport has been a good home. Uh, it's expect, too far. It, it's too far and I expect them to get quite good attendances yeah. at Walton Hall Park, to be yeah. honest with you. I, I reckon that that'll increase the interest a lot, being closer to Everton as well, obviously. Mm. Uh, but being at Goodison, it'll be you know, a great, just a great occasion again. Yeah. There'll be ticket ticket season, uh, sorry, season ticket season, season ticket, ticket offers yeah. um, but I think, for, for Everton fans as well. I think tickets are on sale, tickets have got to be on sale now. Yeah. Um, we tweeted the link last week, but I'll put it in the description as well because I think there's I don't know whether you have to go through like Liverpool for obviously for the away yeah. one but I don't know whether you can get them on the Everton website as well I, I, I thought it was interesting when Liverpool introduced the whole away thing anyway to be yeah. honest with you because uh, I wonder whether it kind of there'd be more integration uh, at Goodison Park well yeah because there, there was a bit of integration at Anfield as well you could yeah. see you could see different sets of fans dotted about I think if you talk about raising interest I think that's, that's, gotta that's be done, a necessity to be honest yeah. with you um, and well, 23,500 at Anfield, uh, I would like to see the same at Goodison, if not more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Given, as I say, Liverpool, Liverpool don't play that weekend. Everton play the day before, so mm. hopefully, um, again, families go along. Yeah. And um, what, what's, it'd be what good. Be it'd be good if you had like a 
uh, Everton first team member. Sort yes. of. Like, obviously, Liverpool did the whole thing, like, Klopp did it, like, a few other yeah. players did it, and whatever, like, did, like, an intro of it. It'd be nice to see the same thing come from Everton, and I'm sure they will do, because they're, yeah. they're all about that, like, they're really good as, like, a club Everton. Um, so I'm sure you'll see all that type of stuff, but I just hope, I hope we can get one back. Yeah. You you won at Anfield, now we, we're going to win at Goodison, like... It'd, it'd be a marker, yeah. it'd be an absolute marker, yeah. because, as I said, I know Everton aren't in amazing form, um, but their defeats have come against strong opposition. Mm. Arsenal, look, they gave Arsenal a game. Yeah. They gave Arsenal a game. That's the important thing to say because Everton last season wouldn't have given mm. Arsenal a game. Certainly, the first half of the season wouldn't wouldn't have. Well, Everton well. last season are where we are now. Yeah, they were second from bottom, bottom there about. Like. And it's kind of looking at if we talk about transfers. I'm sure we'll get onto this. But Izzy Christensen attracting a player of well, that yeah. quality. Um, yeah is a huge thing for Everton, a yeah. huge thing for the Women's Super League to get it back. Yeah. Um, and that's what Liverpool have kind of got to aspire to. And they've got to look at the yeah. model that Everton have yeah. uh, worked on yeah. in the last year or so. And that's a really good model that Liverpool can, can follow on with. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll move, we'll go straight into transfers then. Obviously, Izzy Christian come from yeah. Leon. Shouldn't have the best of times over there. Obviously got a really bad injury, yeah. missed out on like the World Cup and stuff like that. Um, do you think it was just a case of wanting to come back here just just to get 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 games on a regular basis because well, she's competing with a lot of top quality yeah. players in Leon. Yeah, a lot of top quality players at Leon, and you look at England central midfielders yeah. now as well, yeah. prepared to get back in the England side. Yeah. But um, again, I just before Everton played Arsenal, I spoke to Willie Kirk mm. beforehand, uh, just before the game, just to chat. Uh, got a good relationship with uh, with Willie. And Seems like a nice man. No, really, really nice guy. Mm. Really nice guy just to talk to. He's got time for everyone. He's yeah. top bloke and what he's done for Everton. I said to him, like, how much credit does he take for transforming Everton? And, you know, obviously very humble. Yeah, he's like, it's, no. it, it, it's a team game. Um, but I spoke to him about transfers, just said, you're looking to do anything in January. And he said, they would be busy uh, looking at a few players. Mm. And he basically said there was one player in particular that... They're, when they get they were close to getting over the line obviously they've got her over the line now yeah. uh, but when it got when it was going to get announced he said that people would just kind of see it and go wow yeah and obviously he didn't tell me who it was yeah. um but as it came along and as I saw the like the, 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 the notification and, like that, yeah. and I get through that Izzy Christensen joined Everton and my reaction was Wow. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. Um, because I've, Everton are kind of stacked at centre midfield. And that's what Willie said to me. He said, look, we have got options at centre mid. We've got a lot of options at centre mid, mm. a lot of good options. But are you in a, are you really going to turn down a player of Izzy yeah. Christensen's quality? Because yeah. that would just improve that the was, side. That was of course be, it would improve the if side. If it came out at like end of transfer window, end of season, that Everton had the option to sign Izzy Christensen in January and they didn't, I think if you went to most Everton fans, they'd be like, well, why? Yeah. Why didn't you? And if they would have come back with, oh, well, we already had like a, a fair few players in central midfield, I don't care. No. You want the best players at your team, and, yeah. it, and she is one of them. Yeah. She is a, a really good player. You've got you know, Graham, you've got Pike, you've got Clemeron, yeah. yeah. Stringer, Cargman's played centrally as well this season, but... Christensen is Izzy Christensen and tops that list. despite how many injuries she has had fantastic player and will improve Everton markedly yeah. as well Yeah, even more so and the, there was another rumour that came out for Everton this morning that I don't know whether a lot of people will know it if you're not really like involved in women's if you're only really involved in WSL then you might never have heard of it but Hayley Vasso 
Australian international yeah, winger. Yeah. winger plays currently plays for Portland Thorns in the NWSL. Who like I'm really upset with at the minute <laughs> because they're selling all the players, and I'm just like, no, like stop. So if she then goes, like I, if she signs for Everton, yeah. that is a massive signing as well. Yeah. Because Everton, this season, one thing they've brought into the side massively is pace. Yeah. Massively. Um, Chloe Kelly, we talked about her earlier. She is a player that will just go from strength to strength. Yeah. And if you, if you can get Chloe Kelly one side, Rasso the other, and then a prolific striker. I think that's the one thing Everton are missing. And If Everton had a prolific striker, they'd tr they'd, they would transform. Yeah. Uh, but certainly Rasso and Kelly, either side of a prolific striker, and I, they will... Transformers aside, they really, really will. It's, it's, it's. But crazy yeah, that's what I say. Else. Where that's what I mean about the model. Everton, I've got a, you know, a structure. They yeah. know what direction they're going in. Yeah. They're playing to a style that they know suits the players that they have. Yeah. And that is what Liverpool have to kind of aspire to, yeah. to look at, really. Yeah. Is there, so then, is there anyone in particular from a Liverpool perspective? If you were, if someone came to you and said you can sign. A defender, a midfielder, a striker. Which one are you going for? And who's the top? Who Who's like, we've got to go and get here. Are we talking about availability or we, or dream? <laughs> availability. Oh, I was going to say Alex Morgan. Imagine. Uh, <laughs> imagine yeah. Bring your child with you as well. Like. Oh, um... Alex Morgan, um, yeah, summer twenty twenty. I saw it. I saw her um, yeah, Morgan uh, hashtag Morgan twenty twenty. Yeah, along with Mbappe. Yeah, um, yeah. imagine <laughs> imagine them both unveiling at the same time and like them like kids because they're both my oh, yeah. they are both my athletes. Yes, I would love imagine, that. That'd be funny though. I think you're looking at the old adage of who'd be prepared to come to yeah. a side at the bottom of the table that isn't scoring goals. Uh, yeah, and a, a, that, much. that is a that is a major frustration. Um, that's the it, bit. That's it, the it, big it's one. It's tough. It is tough um, because then you're looking, looking for players that are prepared for the fight. I mean, Furness has come in and mm. she says she's up for the fight, and that's the kind of attitude that you yeah. want. And obviously, she came to the team against Brighton. I'd expect her to play as well against Bristol City because I thought she yeah. put in. I thought she put in a good show. Yeah. Uh, I thought she did very well, um, and I, I liked that midfield three of uh, Bailey. Um, Bailey yeah, Lawley it seemed to work Furness. well. Yeah. I, I think it does. I think it works well. One player. Oh, one position I would like to see brought in and this is no disrespect to, to Faye mm -hmm. but I'd like to see a natural centre half okay. to partner Sophie Bradley Auckland just because I know she's coped well for the first half of the season but I don't see Faye as a natural centre back she's CDM isn't she yeah and I, I think when you're asking a player to play in a different role you kind of limit you're limiting their ability yeah. first of all to play in a you know in a position that isn't their their natural habitat, yeah. if, if you like. Yeah. And Fahi, she knows she knows that herself. She knows that herself that she's not a natural centre yeah. half, and that's I think what Liverpool. I think that should be a priority. To okay. be honest with you, I okay. mean the defending hasn't been bad. They're not conceding bucket loads of goals, mm. but I think we provide the team with just kind of more confidence yeah. as a whole. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest with you, in terms of midfield, I think Furness is a good. I think she's a good addition. She's a good addition. I, I think she's a very good addition. From what I've seen of her against the Bright against Brighton, because the FA player was playing up, she she seemed to get herself in those those positions like in the number ten role, and she was picking out um, Rins, she was picking out Lawley, she was picking out yeah. all them players in good positions. But there was just 
again, final product just wasn't there for any of us. Yeah. But I think that she can be like that little playmaker role for us in that midfield. And I think she I think she'd complement Lawley well yeah. because I think for the second half of the season now, um, in terms of tactical switches, now I know uh, Bailey and Roberts have been playing as the two. Yeah. For me, you don't need both of them now. You don't need you, both. You don't need both of them. Like, I think it's some, probably against United I would have played both of them. In terms of winning games, though. But in terms of winning games, you need your, your attacking. Well, exactly, you need all your all out attack. You need players now that are going to make that difference. Yeah, and yeah. I think those two play, you know, Bailey and Roberts. How much are the? How much are they going to impact the game? You just need one to kind of mop up. Yeah. Protect the back line, but you need players now that are going to create. Go forward, yeah. And that's why if I if I was Jepson, I would turn. I would look at changing it to front five. To be honest with you, maybe two two. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Just put them all, just leave Bradley Orkin back the back on her own. She'll be fine. And just put everyone else up front. Two attacking centre mids and then two yeah. wingers and a striker. Yeah. That, that's, the, that's the way I'd go with it yeah. for the rest of the season. I think you've just, yeah, you've got to go all out attack now. You've just got to put... Because it's about taking chances now. You've got to put there's, 110% there's no, into no everyone. There's no point in saying... There's no point in approaching games and going, oh, hard luck, but yeah. not having, say, enough shots on target or yeah. not pressurising enough now. Jonas is on Liverpool really to push on and really to win games now. Yeah, well, there is more, but I feel like we'd sit here for another half an hour <laughs> and that's not fair on everyone. So um, we'll, we'll end it there. Um, Build-up show will be filmed straight after this, so keep an eye out. That'll go out on Friday uh, for the Bristol game. Um, but yeah, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember to like the video, comment, subscribe to the channel. Follow us all on our socials. I'll put them all down below. Um, and we'll see you all next week with a new podcast. Ciao.